I do. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. I want to take. Uh, I want to rather. I want you to take a listen to what Arlene Foster, the former DUP leader, had to say. She was on GB News overnight talking about Joe Biden's visit uh, to this island, north and south. Take a listen. He hates uh, the United Kingdom. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Uh, And um, I just think uh, the fact that he's coming here won't put any pressure on the Democratic Unionist Party at all. Quite the reverse, actually because he's seen by so many people as just simply pro-Republican and pro-nationalist. There you have it. Arlene Foster says Joe Biden hates the United Kingdom. He's pro-Republican and pro-nationalist. Sammy Wilson is a DUP MP. He's the party's chief whip. Sammy, do you agree with Arlene? I mean, all of the evidence is there, and indeed his own confession is that he is pro-Republican and he wants to see uh, Northern Ireland united with uh, the Irish Republic. Um, we have the, the record of his um, legislative proposals in America where he defended uh, Irish terrorists who we wanted to extradite from the, UK, from the USA and he um, supported legislation that makes it more, make it more difficult. And of course, more recently, he's actually been quite happy to stand beside a wanted terrorist in America, Reed O'Hare. Um, and identify with her. So, you know, I, I don't think that there's any any contest about his pro-Republican sympathies and his anti-unionist views. Well, well anti-unionist uh, hates the UK, though. That's what she said. Does He, does, uh, he doesn't really hate the UK, does he? Well, I think that you only have to, again, listen to his utterances about what the, the Brits did to his mother or his granny or whoever it was um, who had to go in a coffin ship to America because of the hateful Brits. You only have to look at the way he has sided with the EU over the whole Brexit uh, negotiations to see that um, he certainly has no desire to help the United Kingdom and indeed the number of times he has threatened you'll get no trade deal from me if you don't do this and you don't do that. I think that his anti-Britishness is fairly apparent as well. So so all those times that he reaffirms the special relationship between Britain and America, I mean, well, he's, he's kind of telling porkies then, is he? Well, I think that you can reaffirm something, with, uh, but people like to see the evidence of it. There's certainly been no evidence of the way uh, of uh, any support for the UK, and as I mentioned, uh, the threats of no trade deals, the uh, siding with the European Union, the protection of terrorists wanted by the UK um, in relation to crimes committed uh, in the United Kingdom, and of course, even the way in which he pulled out of um, Afghanistan without giving any proper notification to the um, the UK, leaving us in a very difficult situation with people who we had to then try and extract from that country um, as a matter of urgency. A few different things there. Let's talk about the trade deal. I mean, you're kind of what you're accusing him of there is negotiating tactics, no? No, it's not negotiating tactics. I think it's more than that. It's a case of if you do not do what I want you to do, uh, and I want you to side with the EU in its unreasonable demands over Northern Ireland, then um, I'm going to withhold a trade deal from you. That's not a negotiating tactic. That's blackmail. Uh, uh, it's blackmail the way you describe it when you use the word unreasonable demands. Like, 
Of course, the EU wouldn't have considered them unreasonable. And maybe Joe Biden genuinely didn't consider them unreasonable well, demands. I don't well, want to get into the loss in the no, weeds well, and the Windsor say, framework and things. And, 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 and annexing part of the United Kingdom, as the EU has done, uh, by for, wanting to force its laws on uh, another sovereign territory, is, um, in, in, my occasion, in, in my view, unreasonable. But, you know, his ancestor you talked about, that ancestor had to flee this country because of an annexation of this country by another country against their will as well, and the consequences of the awful policies that were implemented by the annexer. Well, you you could you could go into the history of Ireland and ask uh, whether um, the, the the islands of the British Isles all always had that synergy or not. I think that if you look at who is an, an annexing or people who shouldn't be in, in uh, a particular country. I think there's a more recent example, and that's, of course, the, the Joe Biden's own ancestors who, within um, a very recent history, went and annexed the whole co- continent and wiped out many of the Indian tribes that uh, occupied that country at the time. So, you know, I don't think he can start lecturing people about annexation when his own country is the prime example of a continent being annexed. Yeah, it's, it's, I just, uh, listen, again, don't get lost the week. There'll be people listening to this kind of scratching their heads thinking uh, how somebody can be so put out by the prospect of a foreign annexation of a country when that is the very issue that sticks in the craw of Republicans when it comes to the six counties. Well, like, uh, the, say, the plantations are annexation, no? Well, I mean, if you go through, if you go through the history of any country, you'll probably find that there was movements of people, movements in and out and everything else. Almost every country could say it was annexed by somebody at some stage. Um, uh, And I don't think we get very far with that kind of argument. We're talking about now his attitude towards the United Kingdom and more importantly, the damage he has done in Northern Ireland by supporting the EU's unreasonable demands over a part of the United Kingdom after the United Kingdom decided to leave the EU and the fact that we now have no democracy in Northern Ireland for many of the laws which are made because they're made in a foreign jurisdiction without any input from people in Northern Ireland or indeed from the United Kingdom and they're forced uh, upon us by a Mm. foreign court. That to me is a total antithesis of democracy and yet Joe Biden supports that and indeed has encouraged that in Northern Ireland. You'd accept the the reality though, like the statement of fact that the majority of people in Northern Ireland voted to remain within the European Union and the majority of political parties within Northern Ireland are supportive of the Windsor framework. Yeah. That, that's the a statement of fact, isn't it? Yeah, no, well, the difference was that it wasn't. No, but is that, no, yeah, that, is that a no, statement no, of fact? No, no, it, the difference is that the referendum was not a Northern Ireland referendum, it was a UK referendum. We are part of the United Kingdom, and the United Kingdom, the country to which we belong, decided to leave the European Union, and as part of our membership of the United yeah, but Kingdom... You, but we, Sammy, we, you we specifically are talking decision. about Northern Ireland uh, uh, as an entity in and of itself, and the damage done to Northern Ireland. So I'm asking a very simple question. Is it a statement of fact that the majority of people in Northern Ireland voted to remain within the European Union and is it a statement of fact that the majority of political parties are supportive of the Windsor framework? It's a statement of fact but it's irrelevant to the discussion. So your your criticism of Joe Biden is that he doesn't share the minority view in Northern Ireland? No. My, my, My criticism of Joe Biden is that the United Kingdom decided to leave 
the United Kingdom is a sovereign nation, decided to leave the European Union, and he has interfered in that process by siding with the European Union and by trying to blackmail the, the UK to, to act against the decision that was made by the people of the United Kingdom. That's my that's my You must be running out you must be running out of you must be running out of scapegoats. You must be running out of scapegoats for Brexit going badly. No, I'm I'm not. Um, I mean first of all, um, he's a leader of the biggest free nation in the world or so called free nation in the world. And yet he has encouraged uh, an anti democratic solution for this part of the United Kingdom. Secondly, he wants uh, the United Kingdom, or he wants Northern Ireland removed from the United Kingdom anyway because of his republicanism. Those are the reasons why he's not, we, we, we have no warmth towards him and why we will ignore any advice or indeed any any uh, attempts he mm. makes to push us into doing something. He He's arguably the most, well, he's only the second Catholic to be president, but certainly the most devout Roman Catholic to serve as president. Do you think he is an antipathy towards Protestants? Well, I think he has, uh, but I mean, uh, many, many people would doubt whether he's a devout Roman Catholic when you consider his views on abortion, when you confu- consider his views on gay marriage, when you consider, consider his views on trans rights and all the rest. I think a lot of people would even question his Catholicism. Um, uh, but but uh, he certainly does have an antipathy towards uh, Protestants, and indeed you only have to look all, at All Protestants? Comments. You only have to look at the comments. He's, when been, he's, he's been married you know, to two, that's why I ask made, you. When he made it, when he made it clear that uh, orange, if you're orange, you weren't welcome in the White House. I, mean, I think that that's, that shows the, the mentality of the man. You know, Sammy Wilson, DUP MP and the party's chief whip. Sammy, thanks a million for speaking to us. Okay, thank you. The hard shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.